0: Welcome to Zion Fellowship's Sermon of the Week. This podcast hosts the weekly Sunday service message from Zion Fellowship, a spirit-led and life-giving local church in Canandaigua, New York, pastored by Kristen Joan Wood. We hope this resource encourages, challenges, and helps you in your journey with God. So whether you're driving, washing dishes, or sitting in your living room, let's prepare our hearts together as we hear the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, I pray that you will anoint and bless the sharing of your word. I pray that you will speak to us. You will encourage us. You will meet each one of us in a very special way through your word. In Jesus' name. And God's children, will say... I've entitled my sharing this morning the invitation to go the other side. The invitation to go the other side. And of course, we know who is making the invitation here. He is the Lord Jesus. This day he came to his disciples and he said, come, let's go to the other side of the lake. He knew why he was inviting them. He had a reason why he was doing that. He had something in mind. He knew what he wanted to do. He knew what he wanted to accomplish. So he invited them to go the other side. And just like the disciples, the Lord Jesus Christ, time and again, he invites us. I believe there is always the other side of life, the other side of ministry of fellowship and intimacy with him. He's always inviting us to go where he wants us to be. Where he wants us to be is the best place for us to be. He knows that place. He knows where we are, and he knows where he wants us to be, and he's time and again coming to us and saying, come, let's go the other side. Let's go the other side. He may not give all the details. He may not explain everything, but he knows where he wants us to be. How many know he's the author and the finisher of our faith? How many know that he he has great and perfect plans for our lives? Those plans are in his heart heart, and he wants us to follow, to obey so that we get where he is. And this day, he invited the disciples, to go with him the other side of the lake. And I want to thank God and commend the disciples that when he spoke to them, they didn't question. They didn't challenge him in any way. They just obeyed. The Bible says when he spoke to them, they launched. They set off. He didn't tell them what they were going to do. He didn't tell them what was awaiting them on the, on the, on the sea. He didn't tell them how, many, how long they were going to stay the other side. And many times the Lord is inviting us to go the other side, to go higher, to go across, to do something for him, to do something with him. And many times we ask questions. We get stuck because we want him to explain all the details before we launch out, before we set off. And uh, we want him to give us the answers to all the questions we have. We want to know the why, the how, the when, all the details. But sometimes the Lord reserves the right to give us the information. He knows how much to give us and when to give us. Sometimes he doesn't give all the details at a go. He expects us to obey. He expects us to trust, to know that he's a loving God. When he's inviting us, it is for our good. When he's calling us, it's for our own good. He doesn't call us for anything bad. He, he calls us for a reason, because he knows what he has planned out for our lives. He knows the end from the beginning. Praise the name of the living God. So, the Bible says they launched out. They launched out. They moved. And I pray in the name of the Lord that if some of us are still stuck because we are waiting for all the answers, all the explanations, I pray that we will change our minds. We will go down to the shore, jump into the boat, and launch. We will move. We will obey. We will say yes. We will trust him because he knows our end from the beginning. He knows how to take care of us. He knows what lies ahead of us, and he knows how he will see us through. Praise the name of the living God. Uh, They launched out. And the, the other thing I want you to know, that every time the Lord calls us the other side, there is always a storm that comes up. A storm. There is always a storm. And a storm is to hinder us. The storm is to stop us from reaching our destiny. Is to threaten us, to divert us, to scare us, there was no storm. But as soon as they got into the lake, the storm arose. Storms don't come against people that are static, that are doing nothing. Storms, when you see storms come, you need to know. <laughs> Maybe you was started moving. Because they don't come and find you uh, outside the lake. So the storm came against them. And I want to say something here, which I said in the morning, storms are made of two things. There is the water, and there is the wind. The water is visible. The wind is invisible. There is what is seen, and there is what, you ca- what is not seen. Now, when you see when, the, when there is no wind, the water is calm. The water is settled. There is peace. But the wind, when the wind comes, then the water becomes boisterous. It, it beca- it, 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 the storm comes up because the wind is beating against the water. Many times, When we are moving towards our destiny, doing the will of God, going to fulfill the call of God, rising up to where the Lord is calling us, the enemy rises up in many forms. And many times, our eyes are focused on just the physical, the natural, what we see with our own eyes. We concentrate on that, and we forget that there is a power behind them. There is a force that is stirring up. But the Bible says, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. Our enemies are not always flesh and blood. It's not the man at your place of work. It's not the spouse It's not your employer. It's not your neighbor. It's not that person that you are mad at. Behind that person, there is a force. There is a power. Storms are made of the two, the visible and the invisible. What you see and what you don't see. So the storm came against them, trying to stop them from reaching their destination, going to the place where the Lord had called them. And the Bible says they were afraid. They were so scared. Their boat was almost sinking. And they cried for help. But I want you to note something else. The Bible says during this time, the Lord Jesus, in the middle of the storm, he was taking a nap. He was sleeping. He was resting. What scared the disciples didn't scare Jesus. Jesus. What threatened their lives could not threaten Jesus. He was at peace. Because the storm had no power over him. And I want to say the storm has no power over the Lord Jesus, and it has no power to destroy those that are in the center of God's will. When Jesus is in the storm... You are, when Jesus is with you in the boat, you are safe. Maybe let me say this one also. I think it is very important. When the Lord calls us the other side, he doesn't allow us to go alone. He's always with us. And I thank God that in that boat, the Lord was there. And you know that he is there with you. Wherever you go. He is there with you in everything that you do. Where has he called you to go? What has he called you to do? Where is he inviting you? He's not letting you go alone. He is with you. He is in the body. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Although many times our eyes, uh, the enemy the, the, the wants us to remove our eyes from him. We stop seeing him and we just see the storm. And we see the surrounding. But the Lord is there. And the Bible says he was resting. They woke him up. And they said, Master, don't you see what is happening? We perish. They thought they were perishing. But the truth is, you can't perish with Jesus in the boat. You can't perish with him. He cannot be destroyed. He cannot be overcome. Everything bows its knee. Everything bows its knee. It's under his authority. The Bible says he rose up and he rebuked the wind. Praise the name of the living God. He rebuked. And I want you to take note also of that verse. In dealing with the storm, Jesus started by rebuking the invisible. He rebuked the wind and the natural settled. The storm settled. He knew there was something behind the storm. Something that was causing the water to become boisterous. He knew there was something. He saw it. Of course he knew the mission. He knew the end from the beginning. He knew what he was up to. And he knew what the enemy was up to. He rebuked the wind. Maybe we need to learn something from him as we deal with the storms. Not just concentrate on what you see with your naked eyes, with your natural eyes. Don't concentrate on the natural only, on the physical only. Take authority over the powers of the enemy that are behind. Because the Bible says we do not fight with flesh and blood alone. We are constantly in battle. There are powers, there are demons, there are forces of darkness, powers of wickedness that are always engaging us, stopping us, trying to derail us. And many times we forget that the Lord has given us authority over them, And sometimes our eyes are even blinded. We don't see. We always think of the, the physical. Just things that we see. And we forget we are spiritual men. But the Lord told us. We have an enemy. Who will always come against us. He will stand in our way to oppose us, to stop us from doing the will of God. From getting to our destination. He rebuked the wind. And I pray you rebuke the enemy behind your storm. Behind your marriage. Your business. Your ministry. Whatever you are involved in whatever is standing in your way, hindering you from going, you have authority. You have the authority. He has given us authority over all powers of the enemy. We just need to use it. When he rebuked the enemy, the Bible tells me When he rebuked the wind, the water was calm. Everything settled down. And the good news is, the Bible says they arrived at the other side. I want to say in the name of Jesus, when the Lord invites you to go the other side, no matter what happens, you will arrive. I want to declare that you are going to arrive, because he who calls you is faithful, who will never leave you nor forsake you. He's with you on this journey. Just stop doubting. Take him at his word. Trust him and obey. Take a step of faith and launch. Step out. Go in the direction he's calling you. Follow his leading. Be sensitive to his word. When he says, let's go, your answer should be yes. Let's go the other side. You just submit because he is able to take care of you. He's able to take care of the storms that are going to come your way. Fear not. He is with you. And the other side, where he calls you, is the right side for you to be. He has blessings for you. He has a plan for you. There are things he wants to accomplish. How many know that if you go down this story, you'll discover that the Lord had a reason for asking the disciples to cross over with him? That was a man who needed deliverance. demon possessed, bound by the enemy. But he was a man of destiny. He was a man who was going to bring the gospel to all the people in the land with the gatherings. And the enemy knowing that this man will be used by God To bring salvation to this land, the enemy bound this man, tormented him, oppressed him. He was sleeping in the tombs, he was completely useless, insane. But in him and upon his life was the hand of God, he had the destiny. He was a servant of God. He was a preacher. You discover that as you continue down. When the Lord reached the other side, he came out from the tombs. With several demons in him, the Lord asked him, How how many are you? How many are in a legion? Many demons. Just in one individual. But he was waiting for the day of salvation, that over his deliverance. It will surprise you that when the Lord crossed over this side and delivered this man, that was the only mission he had in that place. After that, they jumped into their boat and he came back. They faced all that they faced because they were going to set free this man, but the Lord knew that by setting free this man, I'll be setting free the city. I'll be giving this city a preach of good news. Sometimes when the Lord calls you to go the other side, it's beyond you. It's beyond what you know. He has a plan. He wants to use you, not only to bless you, but even to bless others. Because they obeyed, salvation went into the city. The other man was set free. You don't know what is awaiting you. You don't know what the Lord wants to do with your life if you only trust and obey and step out. There was salvation. I want to say the one calling us the other side, he's the Lord of Lords, he's the King of Kings. He knows the end from the beginning. Let's trust him with our lives. And let's give him obedience. Let's submit to him. He will bless our lives. We will not regret. The disciples never regretted. They came back with a testimony. They saw the storm come down. They saw the man set free. They left a preacher in the other land. And they were successful. And when you finish one assignment, the Lord will give you another one. One step at. Somebody had to call upon you in the name of the Lord. That say yes to the invitation of the Lord. I don't know what He is calling you to do. I don't know what He is speaking to your heart. Some of us have not even stepped out, launched out. Please do. And if the storm is coming your way, know the Lord is there. You are not perishing in that storm because the Lord is there. After that storm, you are going to have a testimony. I pray that the good Lord will help each one of you to say yes. Maybe the other side is even going into the nations. Mm -hmm. fear not say yes hallelujah maybe take on that ministry children ministry reach out to the neighbors do something for him be an ambassador be a witness somewhere please fear not say yes and when you say yes you'll see his goodness i pray the good lord will bless you and will continue to have his way in your life as you reflect and you meditate on this word many people that have said yes to the lord have never regretted they have never and you will not regret hallelujah Hope this message has encouraged and challenged you in your walk with God today. Again, this podcast is a resource of Zion Fellowship, a spirit-led and life-giving local church in Canandaigua, New York. If you'd like to learn more about us, find us at our website at zionfellowship.net or find us on Facebook and Instagram. Also, feel free to give us a call at 585-394-7450. Blessings to see you as you continue in your day.